everybody. Welcome to Street Fight Radio, your number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. We're here again. It's Wednesday night. Perfect time for a street fight. You can watch along, chat, whatever it is you want to do on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Jump in the chat. We like to hear from all y'all as you watch the show. You can watch, you know, our facial expressions, see the kind of bullshit that goes down in the studio. Or just keep subscribing as a podcast. That's always just as good. Uh, please leave us good reviews on you on uh, sorry iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, all those places where you find podcasts. If you want more of what we do, as always, Patreon.com is the place to support Street Fight Radio. Uh, Brian and I, as we continue along this journey to equalize everything for everybody and create a more egalitarian society outside of the realm of American politics. So that is pretty much the show. If this is your first time, thanks for being here. You know, it might take a second to get used to what we're doing. Uh, Every Wednesday night, Brian and I sit in the basement, yell at each other. Uh, That's the original iteration of the show. Sunday nights, we take your calls from 9 p.m. to 12 midnight Eastern Standard Time. You can call into the show. Tell us what bad gifts you've gotten from your boss this year. Uh, stories about drug testing at work, uh, dare officers, military recruitment, whatever it may be. We take your calls every Sunday night. Thank you for being here. As always, if you want to see the show live, we are doing our very first variety show next Friday, the 27th in Columbus, Ohio at Ruby Tuesday. You can see Street Fight Radio live. We are hosting. We're not doing our normal stand-up that you've seen uh, around the country this year. We are, are going to be hosting. We're going to be showcasing some of our favorite entertainers, people that we performed this with this year or years prior. We're going to have the Trillbillies all the way from Kentucky coming up here. They're going to give you a set. We're going to talk to them about... Uh, you know, their plans for 2020 and how 2019 is gone. Uh, we also have Natalie D and Drew Toothpaste from Garbage University, Garbage Brain University podcast. They are going to be, I think they're going to do a quiz, they said. They're going to try to quiz the audience and see how smart they are. So we'll see what they have prepared. Uh, also, guest appearance by Icy Jake. He's going to do a couple of his songs from his album, Terrorist Threats, which you can find on all streaming platforms. Cassette tape coming soon from Street Fight Media LLC. Uh, but it's going to be an incredible show. I, I can't wait to kick it off and get it over with so that uh, we can keep doing more of them. I'm very excited about this and ready to do this endeavor. It's going to be fucking crazy. Yeah, this we, is our hugest undertaking, I think. It's a lot well, of production. Yeah. Let me just say this. The call-in show was our hugest undertaking, I think. Because nothing will ever... This show has to happen at that time you know what i mean and no matter what happens it has to happen but that call-in show for a period was very touch and go yeah call-in show yeah it took a while but you know once you once you get used to stuff you're like yeah i want to try more you know like we the call-in show has become second nature we do a pretty good job of it each week but now it's like uh let's make it harder yeah, let's make it harder. Let's try to set up a variety show live in front of the entire internet, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know. Uh, so I would be dumb to do this show and not say that uh, Trump has been impeached today uh, for saying Merry Christmas, actually. Oh, no. Yeah, well, I can't. We got to get him the right way, folks. 
if you're gonna go after him for Merry Christmas, you're gonna have to go after me. <laughs> no, he got impeached for something that's so twisted up that it, it's very like uh, Kristen Donna Isabel Isabel on Twitter was explaining to me uh, why he got impeached and uh, just baffling considering like he has done crimes like. Like, we know that he's doing crimes. But the funny thing about it is, is the Democrats can't go after him because they're probably doing the same crimes. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's one of those moments where you're like, you want to say to somebody, hey, you haven't been doing the dishes. And it's like, oh, wait, I haven't been doing the dishes either. <laughs> Fuck. They got me. It's like, the, 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 uh, the, it's like they're saying it's off limits. You know what right. I mean? Like, you're so, hey, enriching your children or, or having your son, having somebody dig up dirt on your opponent's son is wrong, is what they're saying. And it's like, I mean, isn't like, your opponent's son even like having a job kind of like that kind of wrong like an appointment so yeah i uh, i mean i think i'm more opposed on this because i think it violates the rules of snitching yeah yeah i mean if you're doing dirt you can't like tell on or prosecute somebody else that's like true. you you have to not be doing it like you know you can't that, that's what makes people mad is like wait you're a criminal too what the fuck that's why are you true. telling on me what do you mean you do crimes too are you kidding me i could have impeached you you know, how many times before? That, well, that's the prediction for me, is these motherfuckers are going to impeach every president for the rest of time now. Yeah, Bill Clinton got impeached too, right? I know, he's not going anywhere. And they're just going to impeach each other every four years. They're just going to be like, oh, let's impeach this guy for, you know, the regular crimes of the presidency, which is like basically just a big crime job. Yeah. You know? Well, I am a, I am glad to see at least that it ended up this route. I mean, it's like the, it's the, the system is sitting there supposedly working for us. And it's like, why aren't you, like, why? you know there should be some sort of results now this is i don't think this is going to be what i think it is like i imagine impeachment means you, you get home. crowd surfed into a volcano right i think impeachment if you're going to say the word impeachment you really want to see them Fired. like pulling him out of the house and him like crying and saying like let me back in all my stuff's in there yeah and then uh, like they throw a box out the window yeah if it was a movie that's how you'd impeach people you know? Yeah, I just think of it being fired, you know? Yeah. It's not even fired, though. You know, he's still there. Yeah. It's like if you, you, he got written up. Is That's what, what it was. Okay. That's all it is. He got a write up today and uh big, big uh, loss for him, I think. But, you know, we take L's every now and then. I've been written up at every job I've ever had. Yeah. So. That's uh, that's a little bit of uh, impeachment talk. We're not going to do much more of that. So, because <laughs> I, I mean, I don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's this is what deflates regular people is when you're like, he's got impeached. You're like, oh, we're actually doing something about him. Like, no, no, it's uh, it's just kind of like a designation on a piece of paper. Yeah, really. Like uh, the newspapers will write about it, but he's gonna. Like the government will still be the same. It's sort of like they're trying to like humiliate him in a way. Yeah. It, it, that's what it really is. It comes I down mean, he's to an like, asshole. He deserves he is, all he of it. He's an asshole. Absolutely. But I mean, it's just like, it seems like, man, you're going to put a bunch of money into just like trying to humiliate a guy instead of actually doing something, you know, like, I, I don't know what they could do. Healthcare, maybe with some of that money, all that stuff. There's all kinds of things they could fucking do. Oh, I saw the most infuriating fucking thing this week. Some person was saying that, like, building the wall is uh, more popular in the country than universal health care. And it was just like, 
that's really not right. <laughs> that's an extremely wrong thing because you can, since Obamacare, right? Since that mandate, you can talk anybody into universal health care at this point. Everybody needs it, except for the people on Medicaid. But everybody that's else proof needs that it. it works, though. What? Medicare and Medicaid, that's government shit. I know, but they won't ever. You know what I, they think everybody's taking advantage of it except for them. Right. right. You know, like people are getting plastic surgery. <laughs> hey, I get a nose job with my Medicaid. I'm yeah. living the real life here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I've talked, I've even talked the father-in-law into that. You know, he's just like, if they're going to make you have it, they might as well just give it to us. Like that is the exact, there's two things you got to say if you're trying to get this to go and you're the president, right? You say, uh. Hey, you know, we're making you get it anyway. You might as well have us give it to you. And then the other thing is like, imagine you could like quit your job and work at a record store or something like that. <laughs> you know, you could fucking write a book. You can right. do anything. It's free just, time. It's so much freedom. It's like a lot of freedom for a lot of people. I can't imagine if that thing happens or when that thing happens. The amount of people that are just going to quit their jobs and just be like, I don't fucking need this. I know so many people that are just there for the insurance. You know, they would rather be doing anything else. And the insurance is the thing that sticks them there. It's what stuck me at work for a lot longer than I probably should have been. You know? Yeah. That fucking insurance will get you. Yeah. Even now, though, it's like they feel like they've got something, but nobody has anything. I, I haven't heard of a decent plan in a long time. Nobody. No. Obama posted the other day that like you can find plans for as low as $10 a month. And it's like, nobody gets that. Like yeah. the dudes I worked with at the camera store, right? They were making $11 an hour and they were paying $111 a month for catastrophic insurance. Yeah. And they were working in a warehouse. Yeah. Which is like, <laughs> that's like the worst possible. Cause you're working what? in a warehouse, you're going to get fucked up, you know? Yeah. Whenever, the, whenever they came up with that deductible language, that was like enough. I've never seen, like, there's no such thing as a zero deductible. No. Right. No, I've tried to get them on car insurance. I got my car insurance down to like a $50 deductible because I'm like, I'm wrecking this thing all the fucking time. I mean, like, the, but health insurance, where like you have to spend 5000 What's yeah. the lowest? I've never seen lower than $5,000. Yeah. I heard the Trobillies talking about it the other day and they all got their insurance and they were saying that it was a $7,500 yeah. thing. And it's like, well, I'm hoping not to use that much. Right. You know? <laughs> it's just such bad plans. It's like such a industry that's like, I know it's like, what are, what are they going to do for their jobs? What are we going to do about the jobs? And I was like, well, fucking, you can take any job you want at that point. Like you can really, you can't, cause I know people that have waited tables that make more than they've ever made at the office. My wife made more waiting tables at the golf course we worked at than she's ever made at uh, her job now, you know? Mm. She did, for real. They got gr automatic gratuity on every oh, that's nice. bill. You get, like, at least 10% on every check. So she made more than she does now. And, like, some people would take, like, that low-stress job, like, bar or not low-stress, but, like, bartending jobs and stuff like that. Like, there are jobs out there for people. If they were covered, they would... Take well, them. Well, actually, them. I mean, well, I have to say, so Pete Buttigieg, 
I good. I mean, dude is great. He's like a really good villain. He's a CIA I think guy. he's fucking good villain. I think I, he's a CIA guy. <laughs> and I do like how he came up with the like all the health insurance people will lose their jobs. Like that is like such a perfect thing to say. That's enough to get people to slam the door on it. You know, like some people will hear that type of stuff and be like, I don't want to lose my job. You know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, the thing about it is that those jobs are just going to move around. I know. Like like. Someone like if the government's doing healthcare, someone still has to do the paperwork for that. Yep. Like they, we still require paperwork and signatures and medical billing transcription. And there, as, you just will move what you do, you know. Yeah, as a guy that grew up kind of rednecky in my life, it was like uh, the the uh, the fucking that job was like just the best job you could get. Well, actually, what I'm saying is, as a guy that grew up rednecky, there were a few layers of jobs that you could get right and one of the jobs everybody wanted was government job yeah (laughs) because it's a better job (laughs) yeah and uh that i mean that's still gonna be there they're still gonna need to get their computers fixed and they're still gonna need to like they there is no system in this world that can exist without a bunch of papers yeah (laughs) they love it they just can't get enough of it you know, we look at it and we're just like, let's just like do the thing, you know, now that it's free. Cause I, here's what, why this came up for me is like my co-host on the POD cast, uh, his girlfriend had to go to the hospital for something last week. So we canceled it. She's fine. It, everything's good. It was like a precautionary thing. She had to go to the hospital last week. So he had to cancel. Right. And, uh, I was like, did they give her like any good drugs? And he was like, no. And I was like, you hate to waste a doctor visit on, on and not get good drugs. And he was like, uh, yeah, I didn't pay for it though. Yeah. And I was like, you motherfucker. Yeah, you do. You can just be like, I don't feel right. I'm going to go to the doctor and it doesn't <laughs> fuck you up yeah. in other places. So yep. yeah, that stuff's uh so uh, I got this story sent to me right before the show. Some Colorado radio host got fired for saying he wanted a nice school shooting to detra- distract from Trump's impeachment. Shock jock. But yeah, really going for it. But I don't think he's a shock jock. Um, I think he is a, a Denver talk radio host has just been fired after he said he wanted a nice school shooting to interrupt coverage of the never ending impeachment of Donald Trump. The firing came just hours after a father who lost his son in a school shooting earlier this year said the host should be fired. Oh, he got fired. They were just like, fuck, dude, you're fired. I mean, Nick, you can fire any of these guys now. Anyway, you know, nobody in the radio is important. Right. You know, um, yeah, he seemed to backtrack and he said uh, he was talking about shootings in which no one would be hurt. Mm. So, like, he said it and then he was like, I mean, like, ones where nobody gets hurt, right? If someone just shows up and shoots the wall. <laughs> yeah, and then people will talk about, I mean, like, do people really, like, where I don't feel like people were really talking about the Trump impeachment in the way that 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 it makes these radio guys think everybody's talking about stuff. Right. Because they have to pay attention to the news and what everybody's talking about. My wife, I don't think knows anything about the impeachment. I really, I don't, she's never mentioned it to me. Not once. Yeah. uh, I've had anybody mention it to me. (laughs) I mean, it's just, it, it, like their point of view is just so gross that someone that's so deep in like uh, conservative Facebook that they just, they do accept school shootings. 
Like they've not they've done enough defending of gun rights to say that like sometimes shit happens, you know. Yeah. So at this point where they're just like, well, we could use a school shooting right now. You yeah. Know? I mean, this guy, Chuck Bonnewell, host of a to- host, co-host of a talk show on KNUS 710 AM, made the comments Tuesday afternoon coming back from a commercial break before being immediately interrupted by his co-host and wife, Julie Hayden. Oh, no. You did that in front of your wife, dude? <laughs> your wife got fired for you. She got fired. The she show got fired. Got fired. Wait, so, wait. The show's off the air. He got hold fired. Hold on a second. No, hold on. She got fired for you. What do you mean? I mean, she's part of the show. Sure. Right? But she immediately was like, She immediately was like, no, no, don't even say that. Don't call us. Chuck didn't say that. Because she knew. Yeah. You say something like that. You're like, well, you know, see you later, alligator. And it's just like, I I just, these guys get in, get get going. And they're just so ugly inside that they can't not do it. You know? Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's it. That's that's the entertainment that we came up on. You did a whole thing on Shocktober. These uh, are conservatives, though. This right. Is, uh, this you wouldn't consider this guy a shock jock at, by any stretch of the imagination. I think I think conservative radio is actually uglier than shock jock. Shock jock radio lays it bare out there and is like we're disgusting. We're creeps. Conservative radio is like a guy who wears a suit to be on the radio with his wife (laughs) talks about like, uh, you know, uh, Donald Trump all day. That's all he does. Right. You know, and they just, but the president. Yeah. But they're so ugly inside that they can't fucking, they can't like not say gross shit because they just, their brain works that way. The reason I cannot, the reason I don't say racist things on this show is because I'm not ra- like my brain doesn't work racist ways. My co- I don't find comedy in that. Yeah. You know, I don't think about it. It's just not something I even would want to do. But these guys sort of they don't shut any things off in their heads and they don't like uh, they just in their heart. They want to say something gross like that because it makes them. It, I don't know what it does. This is an AM radio show. Like, imagine how back in the day you have to be to listen to an FM radio show and then imagine an AM radio show. Like, he probably thought, he probably said it, and then they went to commercial. He probably looked at his wife and co-host, and he said, nobody's listening. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know? Nobody noticed. But people listen to the radio still. It's still on, you know? And information gets to people. So... Just I gotta cover any radio guys getting in trouble. This one was uh oof. That's a bad one. Uh you know, fucking jerks. These those guys are so bad. Like those AM radio guys are like the dregs of society at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I they have I mean they've spent so much time in those groups. They're so insular. They yeah, it's yeah. just all day long is uh you know, you do lose contact with reality eventually. You do. Yeah. I, mean, I, do, I, do, I feel the same way doing this show. It's like tapping into stuff and then stepping away from it. And you're like, oh, everybody isn't actually concerned with this at all. No, no, no. Yeah, that's true, actually. I mean, just like may, uh, it's it's also that impulse. People have this impulse now that when something is maybe over said, Right. Like if they feel like news will break and within a half an hour, people are annoyed and say they've heard too much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've heard about this too much. And like, I think 
that there is a thing in people that they they do feel that way because they're inundated with it over a half hour instead of but they used to just watch it on TV all day. But I guess you have a place to go now. Yeah. And say it. Yeah. Right? But like uh I think that's probably what he was that's the part of his brain he was exercising. It was just like let's uh Let's too much Trump coverage. Let's talk about the Oscars or best movies of the decade or something. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. Oof. I hope that's a political show. Cause if that wasn't a political show and it was just like some nice morning AM radio with a guy and his wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Burlington police commission, uh, didn't know about fake Twitter account behind Del Pozo's leave. Uh, the chairwoman of the civilian board with oversight responsibilities for the Burlington Police Department said she did not know the specific reasons why Chief Brandon Del Ponzo was placed on paid leave over the summer, nor that the chief had created an anonymous Twitter account to attack a city resident critical of the department. <laughs> yeah, someone, I, uh, I, I should look up who sent it to me, but this was a, uh, a citizen that had a Twitter account that was harassing the police. I, I was told they were a leftist. They were a comrade and they were harassing the like police online. And the, who is, who's this guy? Uh, so he is the chief. Um, and there's more, I got more. We didn't know said Burlington police commission chairwoman, Michelle Ash. We found out not long before it was made public. The chief has admitted publicly that he spent six weeks of paid family and medical leave seeking mental health treatment after creating the fake Twitter account. So he, he made, he basically made fake accounts to harass one person on Twitter <laughs> in his town. One leftist that has been pointing out, like, how shitty of a job. Like, it's actually been getting to him. Mm -hmm. You know how, like, I was, you know, you talked about my theory of, like, the last thing you think before you go to bed. Where, like, you can say something to somebody about how fucked up their life or their job is. And the last thing they think about before they go to bed is that critique that you made. Yeah. It worked on him. Oh, the, yeah. He was gotten to. I've also heard, I, this was also through the grapevine, just because uh, this is like a... a tangentially related to the person that sent it to me that that the person being harassed said i swear to god the police chief is harassing me on twitter <laughs> and other people were like that you're crazy you're not that special right like nobody cares that much it's not the police chief i you know what though i i mean kudos to him for figuring out who it was i don't i i, I guess like i would never think i mean i don't i know the they reveal themselves they can't be yeah. anonymous yeah they're going to say something in some way to let you know who they are. They're so terrible online too. They're I mean, the you worst. just we we could do stories every single week about the police fucking around online and just saying something offensive. You know, you go on those cop message boards and for fucking forget they get about. They in trouble all the time for it. Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, the chief told Mayor Mira Weinberger of the fake account and his actions before being placed on leave in July, but for months few knew outside of the mayor's office, not even the Burlington Police Commission. The Twitter account has since been deleted del pozo had initially denied he was responsible when a seven days reporter asked about it in july ash said because the leave was a personnel issue and because del pozo ultimately reports to the mayor the commission wouldn't necessarily have been performed what i did was wrong and i regret it del pozo said of the anonymous twitter account and his trolling of winkleman it's something that private citizens do quite often but it's not appropriate for a public official oh okay yeah. that's a bullshit apology yeah that's a no apology that's not that counts as no apology and he was made, paid leave through the summer yeah in burlington vermont 
get the fuck out of here. You know, that's a wonderful, that's like a reward really for hiking. Yeah. That's a reward for doing what he did because like, he's just, he didn't have to go to work. Yeah. These cops aren't like professional athletes where they're like, gee, I wish I could get back on the court as quick as possible. Right. And he knew nothing was going to happen. You know, he He knew knew. everybody in that place wanted to do what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. During a phone interview Friday afternoon, Del Pozo said he didn't want to admit himself or anyone else how the injuries he sustained in a bicycle action in June 2018 continued to affect him. Oh. My skull was fractured in three places, two different brain bleeds, he said at the 2018 crash while mountain biking in the Adirondacks. I went back to work right away, but the head injuries take a long time to heal. So he spent an entire year harassing a guy on Twitter after his bike accident. I mean, this is like, why is he a cop then? Yeah. That's the thing. He shouldn't even, they should be doing, I mean, look, there's concussion protocols in every combat sport, every sport period, right? Like even fucking baseball where I don't think anybody should be getting concussions in that game, but like there's concussion protocols there too. And if they cause you to act this way and the police are so like jacked up on roids and shit like that anyway they should just be treating these guys like athletes at this point and then cut them yeah hey you're out of here i've never thought it should be a career oh no i don't even think it should be really a job of course you know of course like i don't even think like i don't know i would rather have just a bunch of people that are doing useful stuff that will also jump in if some violence happens sure you know that's all i need again the department of sanitation and policing to me is like the the reason i say that is because these guys could be like cleaning windows or something or like getting cats out of the tree or like uh uh fucking doing anything else and then when something happens that they have to be there they go there yeah you know that's it and and when something happens that means only violence yeah there's no other reason you know so uh what a wild dude Despite his outward stance against the mental health stigma, he said that the same stigma, especially among police officers, is very much alive and well, and it contributed to him ignoring signs that he needed help. Uh, and that same, it's that same stigma that kept him from publicly disclosing what he had done in July. He said, this guy is just, I mean, he's using his bike accident. Yeah, it's a great excuse. And it makes it would make a normal person feel bad for him. Yeah. Like this article's framed like you should feel bad for this cop that is a cop, a police chief that was harassing one guy for a year online. That's fucking, I mean, that's crazy. Well, I, yeah, I, uh, I mean, we just defer to them, though, right? Like, they're in charge. They are it's in charge. Like, I, I guess you would know best, you know. You, yeah. You know. Well, I just don't think they don't get in trouble. I mean, if you do a news article, you have to do the part that justifies why the cop did what they did. I yeah. think they feel like that's like some kind of impartiality. But it's like the story here should be that this guy harassed a guy yeah but that's almost lost in the in the in the article that they write because they add a bunch of exposition that 
could give maybe an excuse for why somebody would do something like that other than cops are all out there hopped up they feel more fucking powerful than ever and they just go after anybody they want because they feel like they can do anything they want yeah somebody sent me a meme that said that uh, more pizza delivery drivers die than cops each year yeah (laughs) roofer is like a more dangerous job than the police yeah like by a lot right like more people die doing a bunch of i think i the one i saw said that it was like the 21st most dangerous job which is like with the way that they fucking whine and cry about it it's like shit dude right you know you don't have to pull people over you just don't even have to do that they're doing fine you know yeah i mean i think the only reason and and I saw a guy turn the wrong way down a one way today, a bad one too, right by an off ramp for the freeway in the middle of downtown on Main Street near Main Street, which you all know Main is always one of the main streets. Right. He turned down a one way, and everybody was honking at him, and then he fucking panicked, and he was like, kind of. Just, I just, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> you know, it was like four o'clock downtown Columbus. It's like, I don't even, I, he was in the fucking bicycle lane. He pulled to the, cause there were cars four lined across the four lanes of the road. And he was just like, oh, I'll just go over there into the bicycle lane and drive my car. <laughs> cause I think he, he didn't think he thought that was a lane. That was, yeah. Every, there's four lanes going this way and one lane going that way. <laughs> Two lanes on each side. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was just so like everybody was everybody was laughing for two blocks oh yeah as yeah, i walked great. down each block like people were like this woman looked at me and was like these guys are crazy out yeah. here you know and it was a good time good time was had by all except for the person that panicked like you don't panic when you're on the wrong side of the road that's the last thing you want to do people do they just keep their foot on the gas and it's like no 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 like no reorganize yourself that, that's it why, get an exit plan together that's why i wrecked into that chinese food restaurant sign that's exactly why i got nervous and I just stepped harder on the gas. Yeah. <laughs> and I like don't even know. I could have not done that. Right. Pretty easily. Yeah. I totaled my car and like I I uh I just I did something stupid. And as soon as I figured out I was doing something stupid, I just slammed on the gas and drove into a sign. Get away. Get away from the stupidity. Get away from this embarrassment. I know. And it was like I was pulling into a parking lot. I could have just pulled right into the Mm. parking lot and been okay. But I just drove right up on the sidewalk and right into that fucking sign. It was ridiculous. Uh, So uh, Winkleman said he's surprised the chief admitted it who for the past several months has been fighting to get information and evidence to prove that Del Pozo targeted him. I'm surprised it happened at all. Winkle made a complaint in May about Del Pozo as well as Ch- Deputy Chief John Murad and Deputy Chief Jan Wright, which he wanted brought before the police commission. He said the commission never received that complaint and that both Weinberger and the Burlington City Council have been protecting the chief and the police department leadership from scrutiny. Uh, yeah, that's... I mean, he's, he's right. Like he's a hundred percent right. I mean, if this guy has to go to counseling, okay. Like that's fine. But that doesn't like excuse what you did. People still had to live in that world, you know? And it sounds, it, it sounds like he would, I think it's always just power. They get so hung up on power. They have it and they use it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, 
it, to everybody else that isn't a police officer, you're like, oh, this is just another cop being an asshole. You know exactly the behavior that it is. Like yeah. everything else, you can read through it. I, you know, certain people definitely fall for all the exposition, but when you hear about these type of stories, it's like, sure, a cop was an asshole. That's what they're always doing. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, I'm trying to find the tweets. They're, they're all gone. So, unfortunately, no tweets from this guy. Huh. But uh, hopefully he loses his job. But uh, I also don't have faith. Yeah, I don't. And that. no cops lose their jobs. My daughter was talking to me yesterday because they're kind of learning about that stuff in her English class. And she was talking to me yesterday about Zach Rosen, Officer Zach Rosen in, in Columbus for the Columbus Police Department. He kicked a guy in the back of the head who was handcuffed. And he also shot, it was Henry Green that he shot, right? Yeah. Uh, shot shot somebody, and he still works. He's still out doing the, he gets in trouble for a little bit, and then they put him back out on the street. Yeah. And uh, she was, like, so surprised they would do that. And I was like, they just do whatever they want. They're allowed to do anything they want. She wanted to send her teacher, like, information on this guy. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He was like, so the, the teacher was... Uh, apologetic towards it they, they talk about zach rosen no the teacher is i think pretty sociology type person like uh. she she like is overtly political and seems at least like left liberal but maybe even just left i mean mm. i i think like you know she really talks about like Racist. She's the nightmare of the conservative, like, okay. <laughs> like of Paul Pauls. That teacher is the nightmare of Paul Pauls right. out there. And uh, so Gwen, you know, wants to impress her because she thinks she's cool. And uh, just was okay. like, oh, I'll talk about because they're reading a book about the death penalty. Okay. And uh, so it's cool. She's 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 woke. What can I say? So there was another story this week. That uh, I really enjoyed. Starbucks is apologizing. <laughs> this is great. This is all they do. All <laughs> Starbucks sells coffee and gives apologies. Those are the two things Starbucks does. <laughs> it's all they do. You want to? I know you know who they apologize to because they're always apologizing to them. Yeah, it would be great. It would be awesome though. Because well, I'm sorry. Wasn't there a? Uh, you said Wendy's at one point. They had a slogan that was "See you tomorrow." They used to say, we'll see you tomorrow. To, like, imply that, like, you love Wendy's so much that you'll be returning again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Starbucks should have their, like, corporate, like, from the top down, should just be, you just say, I'm sorry, at the end of it. I know, I know. Here's everything. Here you go, I'm sorry. Yeah, everything ends with, I'm sorry. Sorry. Two of our deputies were, oh, so it was the, Cali after a California sheriff's office said two of its deputies were ignored in a store. Two of our deputies were refused service at Starbucks, Riverside County Sheriff Chad Bianco said on Twitter. The anti-police culture repeatedly displayed by Starbucks employees must end. Which, the police, so, the, the, the two warring factions in this country are the police and Starbucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what this situation is, really. Well, okay. Like, did they really stand at the counter 
And did they get mad that no one jumped up to serve them immediately? That's what it's. This is what it sounds like to me. Because it, it, I, let's go further into it. But even the phrasing of the first sentence is like Starbucks is apologizing after a California sheriff's office said two of its deputies were ignored in a store. Okay, and then immediately went online and said that they were refused service, okay. which is not the same as being ignored at the store. And if I get ignored at Starbucks all the fucking time. Yeah. You know, you go in there. Sometimes they just ignore the shit out of you. That's the way it is. Sometimes it's catch up time. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, So Starbucks spokesman Reggie Borges told CNN the deputies were ignored for nearly five minutes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so <laughs> they were ignored for five so minutes. They did the thing where they like tap their card on the counter. And they kind of look around everybody and like hold their arms out, like what's going what's going on here, right? Yeah, yeah. And they can they think that's refused service. It's violence against the police, I think. Jesus Christ! I mean, like uh, that's, here's that's Starbucks. I know that's I, fast I know. food. All of fast food, it's a dice roll when you walk in. What it's going to be? Sometimes they have to play ten minutes to catch up, and you just have to sit there and fucking watch them. I've you have it. a computer in your pocket you can play with while they do that. Yeah, I've done it, dude. I've gone in there and they've had to clean shit and stuff yeah. like that. And they just, they're back there cleaning it. And there's nothing they can fucking do about it. I mean, I guess they could turn around. I mean, I'm sure the rule is that they turn around and say something like, oh, right. well, I'm sorry, it'll just be a minute. But even if they don't, like, what the fuck do you expect? Here's the thing about Starbucks now. They take online orders. And like every business that takes online orders, they don't have any way to fucking handle that they don't hire enough people or have the equipment to handle the online orders and sometimes when you get in the store and you'll just stand there because either a they think you ordered a drink and you're just waiting for it from the internet or b they're busy making the drinks for the fucking internet like sometimes a store is there's not a lot of people in the store but they can't get to you and the reason for that is online yeah the whole online ordering system is fucking everything up and and look like, at the posters when you walk in and on like <clears throat> on the sneeze guard as you walk by that says like download the app like that's what they want you to do they don't want you to come here <laughs> yeah. they don't want you to come here and stand in front of the register they want you to go on the app yeah they want you to walk in grab your drink and walk out don't right. fucking bother them <laughs> right. right now they're busy with the app orders. Right. But that's, I mean, that's such a standard thing. That's not even like something you should be allowed to get mad at, let alone make a fucking news story on CNN for. This is not news. No. Two cops <laughs> had to wait five minutes and they stomped out and then made a big fucking national story out of it. Yeah. We're not refused service. We're never told they were refused service. No, no. Ignored. And Just, I ignored is a I don't believe the ignored part either. I don't believe it. Sure. I believe it was an accident because that, again, I've been saying this. I mean, I've been thinking this for a while and like, I think that like Grubhub and Uber Eats and stuff has put a fuckload of strain on work, works, workers at restaurants. Yeah. Because 
I mean, more people are getting food from these places than ever before because it's eat. There are a lot of these like fast casuals and stuff where they can just deliver it to you. And a lot of people are fucking doing that. And then there's also people in the store. So you're like essentially running two businesses out of that store, but they still just keep the same amount of number of people to run one business. Yeah. All they do is they're like, this is called a mobile order. A piece of paper will just shoot out of this printer on (laughs) at random and you're responsible for that. That as well as if somebody walked in this fucking place. Yeah. I mean, just think about how much more likely you are to order food than you are to go get. And it's it's just all been chiseled down to where like, I mean, Grubhub at the beginning was like, hey, get restaurant food now. And it's now to the point where McDonald's has partnered with it for free delivery and they will just like hand the shit to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time you do a search, you're like, you're, you're fried rice and it's like McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, you're totally right about that too, where it's like uh, those search algorithms stink. Yeah. And, and like, I mean, nothing's really open. And again, you're right. Like, not all the restaurants are doing it. But I mean, I think enough restaurants, especially the fast food places, probably have a ton of strain. I just can't imagine they're taking care of that. I mean, it's almost like the delivery stuff should happen in another location. Yeah. Because having it happen at the store is nobody's happy about that. Like, nobody that's involved in the interaction leaves that interaction happy. Yeah. That is happening as well, though. Ghost kitchens are a thing. There's, like, fake restaurants that, oh, I know. that have no seating at all, but are just, like, a commercial kitchen where they deliver stuff all day. Yeah, it's gross. Most of it's gross. We have cluster truck here, uh-huh. and that's okay, but it's always 50 bucks. Right. And, uh... For three people, not just for me. And, uh, but yeah, you'll go on sometimes and like, you really gotta, if you, <laughs> you really gotta do some searching for some of these places and see <laughs> what like they're what doing. Actually getting. Yeah. Cause some of them are wild. Uh, so the Starbucks fucking president guy, spokesman, poor spokesman. Oh God. Reggie. Why Borges. did he get involved with this? <laughs> I would have just been like, okay. Like, oh, you got bad service at a Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Reggie Borges, we are deeply sorry and reached out to apologize directly to them. We take full responsibility for any intentional or unintentional disrespect shown to law enforcement on whom we depend every day to keep our so- stores and communities safe. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> the they, deb- they fill out the paperwork after someone smashes a window. Okay, listen to these fucking guys lying. Listen to this. Okay. Uh, the deputies were laughed at and completely ignored, Bianco said in a video. They tried to get served. They asked if anybody was going to help him. them, he said. Eventually, they left. That's a lie. That's. I bet that's a lie. I don't know. I Maybe the, maybe maybe there's a good Starbucks employees. Okay. There. there is a chance that maybe one person would I do mean, it, but everybody working in the store would laugh at the police and say, we ain't giving you shit. <laughs> Do you think that is I guess, possible? You know, I'm, also, I'm dreaming too much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, there's no way. I mean, they deserve it. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I think. I'd love it. You know, this is part of the job. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's probably a Starbucks across the street where you can get a coffee in four minutes. Um, but, <laughs> like, uh, yes, you're some some people don't like you. Yeah. You know? This is the hardest pill for them to swallow over the last decade, <laughs> yeah. really, is that some people can now openly say they don't like the police. They're just really bummed I feel out. I've like been doing it forever, though, and it is still not very popular. 
Yeah, yeah. Starbucks put the. Uh, but they would not like what would happen if we actually got like some momentum going. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, we would like really decimate that job. Hopefully, right? like if I if 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 oh. I would just like that job. Just would make be the worst job you, you could have to hide have. your uniform. We just should make it as the cops have to hide their uniform. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, because like they don't proudly say that they're cops. Like we should make it so bad. Yeah, and I do like that. It would be funny if cops had to go change. And then go to fast food restaurants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then put their clothes back on for their shift. <laughs> I don't want any spit. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't fucking eat the food, really, because I would think everybody was spitting in it. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you think that? It's true. I mean, when I see them, I want to spit, like, instinctively. I just want to spit on the ground in front of them and be like, take that. Yeah, this feels like just one of those I want to manager things, you know? It, it, it just feels like uh, this isn't fair because I think that I deserve to be praised and like people aren't praising me. And it's like, I mean, find something else to do. Do something that people praise, you know? Yeah. Why don't you try that? Get a Nobel Prize or some shit like that. I mean, there's a, a million different things you can do to get jobs where people like you. Yeah. Fireman is one of those jobs where people are like, oh, yeah, fireman. We like them. You know, you still get the braveness out of that job, too. Yeah. You know? fireman ambulance guy we love them they don't get paid very much and we know that and they should be paid a lot more but people love them people love, it's not it's prestigious you don't get to be that with a cop people hate you because you suck yeah so uh yeah there's two they talked about the pig coffee cup but i'm i'm fairly certain this cup of coffee for coffee for a pig is just another little flag. It's another tiny symptom and a nearly indiscernible shout from a contemptuous, roaring, and riotous segment of myth misanthropic society that vilifies those who stand for what's right and glorifies the no. very few people who would usher in the destruction of the social fabric, Chief Johnny O'Mara wrote on Facebook. <laughs> Bullshit. Get out of here, man. That story ended up being bullshit, too. Like a little joke between buddies. Yeah. And then it fucking turned into a news story because they were joking around. Yeah. The pig story? Yeah, the pig story was, wasn't he, one of the cops was friends with one of the guys that was working there. Yeah, somebody that worked there put it on there as a joke to them. Yeah. And they ran with it. Because they were buddies. Yeah, because they knew they would get a, a hit on, like, LibertyStream.xyz. Yeah, yeah, well, it worked, man. The whole world, Starbucks versus the police. It just it isn't going to end, man. Nobody's going to step in and be, like, a brave police coffee place? There are some, Duncan? I'm sure. Can Duncan do it? Well, I mean, there's probably got Blue Lives Matter coffee places the, I, in I love that they don't give it up. It's funny because, like... Uh, like on our side, it's just like, fuck Starbucks. They're corporate scumbags. I'm going to drink local. I'm going to drink coffee from places I know, you know, or like fuck Anheuser-Busch. You know, they, they're a multinational corporation that fucks people over. I'm going to drink local and shit. These people are like, no, I should have that should have the most mainstream product ever, you know, like they never, what they don't, they aren't going to just find something else besides Starbucks, you know, true, true. They won't go somewhere else. No, they, this won't make them ch choose differently where they spend their money. They're just like, no, Starbucks should be American and say Merry Christmas on the cups. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they just want control of it. They so want control bad. of it. Yeah. Why? 
It seems like such Go a- Go where you're welcome. Yeah, I know. They're just like so mad. They get so mad at like Target and Starbucks, which are two companies that suck shit. Yeah. And they are always mad at them. They never stop. They, they think they're close. And, and the NFL, too, has turned into one of those things, too, because of Colin Kaepernick. It, he drives them fucking crazy. Yeah. You know? And he's not even there. There is a Blue Lives Matter thin blue line coffee roast I found. I don't know if it's at a shop. It's Black Rifle Coffee. Which oh, is yeah, yeah. I know like them. Dumb coffee, probably. But uh, most a uh, roast. Oh, okay. So, yeah, no, there's rifle. not a coffee shop, though. Like, if they had a fucking coffee shop, it would be like, that's where the police should go, you know? I just, it's just hilarious to me that they love Starbucks so much <laughs> I know. that they can't give it up. I know. <laughs> they want to be a part of it, but they're just like, they can't go get a McCafe from McDonald's or something, you know? <laughs> it's the true. same fucking sugary bullshit. Yeah. Oh, I, I know. They probably make it in the same place yeah. at this point. They really are like... Planning a flag in Starbucks, and they just like no. We want to, we want to be welcomed here. We want to be fully welcomed here. We we feel like second class citizens at Starbucks for being conservative or having traditional values. It's the same thing. Target's the other place, and there's yeah. the Starbucks and Target is fucked. You know, yeah. Uh, got this news story a lot yesterday, so uh, we got to talk about it, Brett. Uh, so goodbye to comfort breaks. New mm. downward tilting toilets are designed to become unbearable to sit on after five minutes. Yeah, this was we got this from a million different people. Oh, yeah. You, uh, I want to say first, I would like to try to sit on it for more than five minutes. Of course. Sure. I, I would love I would just do it for like two hours. Really? So uh, to kind of explain it to people that don't know and are just listening, it's a toilet, but instead of having like the surface of it be level, it's like a downward tilted angle, it's which like is also bad for shitting, right? 13 degrees or something. They said like they dialed it in. I think it's um, 35 degree, a uh, 13 degree angle. Yes. So yeah. Terrible for shitting. I mean, uh, you need to have that opened up. Yeah. Like gargoyle style is the best. Like the the absolute best is like if you're perched and you're like all the way down. <laughs> That's when you're like completely open. That's what I'm gonna do. But uh, I'm gonna get like a little ladder on each side of my toilet and poop like a dog. In they're gonna have to pay for like hemorrhoid like care and like all kinds of straining and sh you can't have yeah you, that angle is terrible. Yeah, an extended office bathroom break could be a thing of the past thanks to a new toilet. That developers say will make people want to leave the loo after five minutes. They said it makes your legs fall asleep faster or something I saw. Mm, well, that happens to me anyway. <laughs> yeah, bad care. circulation. Very used to my legs falling asleep while I'm shitting. That's part of my life. It is. I I mean, I have to say, uh, you know that stupid fucking Elmo meme? Yeah. The boss makes a dollar, I yeah. make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. Yeah, people love that meme, though. This is somebody that this is a toilet designer that like saw that in the middle of the night and it's like I'm gonna fight back against this culture. He's making money. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I was talking. It's hostile. It's hostile architecture. It's, yeah. it's the same exact type of person that figures out new hostile architectures to make up. When I was just talking so, to somebody at the uh, the AEW watch party 
about how they worked for UPS and they had breaks, but you walking to the break room didn't count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had the same at the warehouse at Abercrombie where we had 15 minute breaks, but that included a three minute walk to the break room and a three minute walk back. You had nine minutes, really. Yeah, yeah. And this is the same. This is this is where you get your power back where it's like, well, I'm just going to take I'm going to use the restroom then, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I'm just going to go sit on the toilet. Yeah, you can. It, it, it gets you off whatever line you're on for a minute. And it's nice. Yeah. And it's not even like I don't think I know people like say as a bit that they shit for a long time at work. But I, I don't really think take. No, I don't even think people take advantage of it. No, really. people are scared. People don't want to even be seen as being in the bathroom for a long time in people, public. That's right. my nightmare. People do one game of Candy Crush and feel guilty about it. I know. Like, people aren't really stealing the way that they should. Yeah. I mean, you could take a half hour shit. People probably do it and they probably maybe do it once a month or something when they're having a really rough day. I'm, I mean, here's the thing about here's a dirty little secret about going to the bathroom at work where you steal time is like it's kind of like high school where you're wandering the halls like you're you walk to the bathroom and you grab ass with everybody on the way to the bathroom and then you walk back and you grab ass with everybody on the way yeah. back and then you sit down. It's all I mean, the fun stuff you do in between. It's not the sitting on the toilet. You're part. still in the fucking toilet. <laughs> yeah. Like you're sitting in a restroom. It's it's not the most ideal place to be. I know. I know. I know. I mean, if you go it, in there and read a new read your phone for a little bit, I don't think that's even fucking. They're a spending problem. thousands and thousands of dollars on probably a hundred dollars of time theft. Right, right, exactly. The standard toilet created by a startup company of the same name has been backed by the British Toilet Association, <laughs> a group that campaigns for better bathroom facilities and offices in public space. The, the British Toilet is Hi, I'm the co-chairman of the British Toilet Association. <laughs> toilet. Uh, this is not a bad job. Well, I mean, there's lots of puns. Yeah. Yeah, it should. They shouldn't have accepted this toilet, though. No, I think that's about it. Yeah, I think that like if you cared about people's uh like uh, colon shelf opening up properly, you would not allow a thirteen degree downward angle. <laughs> no, you're no expert at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> I hope people just start shitting on the seat. Yeah. <laughs> The seat is sloped forward by about 13 degrees to increase strain on the legs, similar to a gentle squat thrust, according to developer Mahabir Gill from the Standard Toilet. The Staffordshire-based company, of course it comes from England, says it has already had interest from local councils and motorway service stations for the £150 to £500 or whatever uh, toilet seat. They hope to also target offices as they believe cutting down on the length of employee bathroom breaks would dramatically improve productivity. This is pure hostile architecture, yeah. by the way, because they're even I think they're getting at like people I have noticed recently because it's been very cold. There is a, a restroom over by uh, over in the, in this in this park we have that is more it's heated. Uh-huh. And people are like sleeping in there right now. Yeah. And like people are hanging out and they're reading and stuff like that. And they're really trying to get past this kind of stuff because like, again, the toilet is like the only safe space. It's a base. Yeah. It's uh, like you can't do anything at toilet. Yeah. And, and the boss has to let you use the toilet, right? Yeah. They can't tell you no. Right. They're not allowed to tell you no. I mean, it was always like even with teachers. 
It's like they can, they would say she would say no, and then I'd be like, I mean, you have to let me go, and she'd be like, all right, fine, go. yeah, you know, because he knew I was gonna smoke, but uh. Why didn't you use it during break? I get yelled at, like, why didn't you use it during break? But it was just like, eh, time. You know, I want to yeah. go now. Sounds fun. It, it's a- estimated that in the United Kingdom alone, extended employee breaks cost industry and commerce uh, £4 billion pounds a year. So that's probably in the billions of dollars, too. Mm-hmm. So they're guessing billions of dollars. People are doing time theft. Like using the bathroom and they're doing that in a way that's on purpose and like they're not just like exhausted and they don't want to be there and they feel horrible. This says nothing about like the work and the amount of productivity that's happening. You know, people are doing more than ever. People are doing multiple jobs. People are handling stuff more than ever. And it really doesn't matter if someone if someone if if someone does everything that you want them to do and they spend one hour on the toilet every fucking day. Why do you care? Yeah, Who, yeah. What does it fucking matter? Yeah. It doesn't That's just hurt. how it gets done. Yeah. The work gets done by letting me sit on the toilet a lot during the day because I'm, I'm like fucking stressed. Yeah. Okay. I need to get away from these people that you forced me to sit around. Right. Uh, and he, so he's, he was inspired by time working as an engineer when he would find workers asleep on the toilet or from queues for public bathrooms. Uh, so he just didn't want to wait in line anymore. And, uh, a survey by protecting the UK carried out in July 29 across eight UK cities found that some people were spending up to 28 minutes in the bathroom while at work. Okay. That's fine. That's like such not like a big number. It's got a couple times. Brett shit's like four times a day. Yeah. You man. know, I mean, sometimes you got to go to the bathroom. That's part of being a human. That's like, it's the same thing with lunches. It's like, you got to, you got to let people eat. Yeah. You know, it's necessary. Shitting and eating. Those are the two things you're always allowed to do. They hate it about us though. They really are annoyed that we do that. No, they really want robots for that. So, uh, Brett, get your headphones ready before we get out of here. We're gonna, we're gonna hear some, uh, we're gonna listen to some audio here about a little thing called the war on Christmas, which I'm covering this year extensively. Yeah, you, you are in it. I am. Jason, You're- I might have you stop. Go ahead and go ahead and play it. Eric and I were talking about what's going on with impeachment and the FISA and all that. But will you guys be able to just forget about all of it and really enjoy the fact? So this is Eric Trump and his wife and their sweet little baby. Not sweet. It's bad. It's Demon baby. Trump. Yeah. And they're being interviewed by Judge Jeanine Pirro. Okay. Oh. Go go ahead. Fact that you really are part of the first family. You are the first family. I mean, you you've done wonderful things for this country. We now don't have uh, the political correctness that we used to. I and mean, people are actually saying Merry Christmas. You can say Merry. Okay, so you can say people. <laughs> we don't have that. And finally, old, everything's different now. Well, you know, back in the day, you remember when there was those squads of gunmen that would throw you against the wall if you said "Merry Christmas." <laughs> yeah, it's nice not to have that. Yeah, days That's, are over. You can breathe easy again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, We're allowed police. to celebrate Christmas. You know, no, we don't have any government officials going door to door checking for Christmas trees. Like it <laughs> feels like a burden's been lifted in society. The police leave the Starbucks after not getting served and beat you up for saying Merry Christmas. Yeah. You can go. 
Merry Christmas again. Yes, Isn't that yes. so nice, Janine? I love it. I love Christmas trees. I love Santa over here. I mean, you know, how do you feel that your your father has done all of that, Aristotle? It's incredible. <laughs> That's a grown woman who is also, I believe, now somebody could tell me I'm dumb and this is like a Dr. Phil situation, a judge. And she's sitting there and she says, I like Christmas. I like the Christmas trees. I like Christmas presents. I I like Santa. It's like, first of all, Santa is not Christian. Santa's no. not Christian. I'm sorry. He's not a Christian man. He's agnostic, actually. He's secular. Kind of, though. He's He might be Christian because he doesn't give presents to Who? other people. Santa. But oh, because he only gives them to character. Christians, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah. But he gives them to me, too. Yeah, that's right? true. He will give them to you if you don't believe in God. Yeah, I'm an atheist. I, don't, I shouldn't get anything. Go ahead and play the rest. It is nice to say Merry Christmas again, and it is a beautiful <laughs> yeah. thing to celebrate all the holidays with beautiful little kids like this. I mean, this is what America is all about. This is what <laughs> yeah. the American dream's all about. And, you know, this is why we have an incredible country, because we can sit there with the Santa Claus and with beautiful trees and <laughs> eat ice cream and open presents and love one another and, you know, and, and see little ones grow. And it's, um, it, the it's, it's the best of this nation. And, and I'm proud of him for reinvigorating so much of it. Okay, so <laughs> that was the stupidest bit of audio. Uh, those were adults. Talking. Yeah, grown people. Like the people that like uh, are in charge type adults, like the adults in the room. No, we're all sitting like this is their conversation is being broadcasted to millions of people. <laughs> yeah, they're the top of the hierarchy. They're like near the top of the hierarchy of power, right? And they're just... That was the dumbest thing. You know what else the conservatives are really mad about now? Uh, somebody, I don't think it's a lot of people, suggested that Santa Claus being a white cishet guy means we should get rid of the, him and make it into a penguin. And it's like, okay. <laughs> okay. Who said that? Just some... Some person, you know how people just say stuff? Yeah. You know, the conservatives are taking it so seriously. They're melting down about it. Because one tweet? Because just some per. I think it was just a person that said we should turn it into a penguin instead of Santa Claus. And it's like, that's not going to happen. Number one, I promise you, Santa's not going to turn into a penguin. Maybe in like a hundred years. Santa's going to turn into a penguin, but you don't even care what happens on the planet now. I can't imagine you give a shit what's going to go happening on the planet in a hundred years. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I have never, there's, it's really hard because you don't know how much they are doing for like entertainment purposes, right? Or because to, they feel like there's a battleground happening. Right or, yeah. or like they're trying to push that. I mean, Nathan. But how they, could you possibly feel like you, there? No one has ever told you to stop doing Christmas. Nobody. Nobody's ever done it. I, I, <laughs> I'm in. Even if there are people who have done like left, we're around leftists. Like we talk to a lot of them, and they talk to us. And I haven't even found one that was just like I. I know people are gonna post now that. You know, they think Christmas should be illegal, but like they would be even, I mean, people sell, people like celebrating things. 
It's nice. They like to be around their family. And like, this is just an excuse for that. Yeah. You know, that's really in the end. That's all this is. And like, if you, you know, I, I was listening to man cow today, bragging about how, when somebody says happy holidays to him, he says, Merry Christmas back. And he's like, they get so mad. And it's like, no, they, they don't care. Nobody fucking cares at all. They have nothing to do. I know. <laughs> there's no there's no evidence of them having injustices against them. They're just making it up constantly. I like how bad they feel, though. You know? Someone thinks we're misinformed about Christmas. We are? Yeah, some asshole. <laughs> well, I, I am misinformed about Christmas, I'm sure. I just consider it a day that I go hang out with my family. Yeah. <laughs> there's no objective nature to it at all. It means a million things to a million different people. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. That's That's the only thing I feel. I feel like, ah, it's just... Christmas. You know what I mean? I do it. Sorry. Yeah, I um I mean I would love to see a war on Christmas. It's just not happening. It would it's be weird so to good. see someone pretend like the pretend like they're being persecuted for doing Christmas. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would feel really good if there like I would feel like we were winning if there was an actual war on Christmas. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if the state house wasn't able to put out their nativity scene. I would be like, okay, I think like the tide's turning. Like this is a, this is one of those things that's in my mind as one of the tides turning, where people are just like, no, fuck this, we're not doing this anymore. You know, it's wrong for many reasons that I don't know right now. Probably just religious shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't like religious stuff. But again, I don't do it. I just don't ce I celebrate Christmas by saying, uh, uh, you guys want to come over? I'll make a better dinner tonight. Yeah. I like buying usual. stuff for people. Yeah. And buying shit for my friends and family. That's all it is. Yeah. Well, you know, did I get in trouble? Yeah. It's not enough. What'd I say? You, no, you're fine. Oh, I thought somebody was yelling at me still in the chat. <laughs> no, no, it's just some dumbass. I was, I, yes, we're very, we're misinformed on like basically everything. Yeah. Like if you're listening to this show and you think and, and, there's any information happening, you're crazy. And if you can look in a book that tells you that like Christmas is about Jesus and shit, I mean, I'm sure the book says that, but like everybody else doesn't give a fuck about Jesus and is still doing Christmas. That's what I always <laughs> tell people. That's the one of the things that when I get into these fights with these uh, conservatives, I'm like, I mean, I'm going to keep it's just the same thing I say about the war on drugs. It's like. The war on drugs will never stomp out all drug use in the world because I'm never going to stop using drugs. Right. So I am like they a whole out. Yeah. This. Yeah. And like, uh, it's the same thing. It's like, uh, I, I, uh, I mean, I'd, I'd stop Christmas. You know what I mean? But like, I'm I'd just doing Christmas because it's the thing you do this time of year. That's how I was raised. That's well, yeah, how I came up. I mean, there were, yeah, no, I mean, I don't like Jesus or anything. I don't give a fuck about him. Yeah. No, I mean, it's about connection. I mean, we're still, the human animal is very much about togetherness and family and all of that. And, uh, you know, we get a lot out of that. Yeah. Without the other bullshit. Yeah. So we're going to be back on Sunday. Yes. The and moving date got changed. So we're doing a call-in show this Sunday, the 22nd. Yeah. So we would love, I, you will all have been to your parties and you will all have gotten your bonus and we'd love to hear from you and, and shit on your bonuses, right? Like 
that's what we do this time of year. We find out about the bonuses, then we talk badly about them. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> we we find out about your bonus, and then we tell you it's not enough. And you tell us. I mean, most people are telling you what they're getting, and it's like company merch and shit, you know? Yeah, somebody had a really good one. Uh, they said the OSU Medical Center, they used to work for them, and you could either drive to a location to go pick up a $10 gift card to the grocery store, or you could just donate your $10 to the OSU Medical Center. It was up to you. That, that that's was your a good gift. one. Though. Yeah, that's a great one. That I mean, like, donation... I've said this about the buying, like you can do a donation and give people the note and I'm, I'm sure they really like it, but you could also just like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think there's some people who probably use that, <laughs> um, what like, uh, uh, buying a star. Like, I'm just going to buy stars from people for now on and just say, yes, we'll get some certificates made. Sounds good. You know? Yeah. Just like we, we want to get bereavement. Uh, excuses. We're going to get funeral programs printed someday yeah. and uh, give them out so that you can call off work for a bereavement day and bring it in and get the day off. Right. So coming soon, I guess. So come and see the variety show. We're not going to push it huge here at the end uh, because you know what's going on. It's December 27th. December 27th. Come to the live show in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, Merry Xmas <laughs> to all of you. Triple. It's tri like, actually, this is the one time of year I get a little sexy. Triple Xmas. Triple Xmas to all y'all. Uh, secular motherfucking Santa rolling over all of your religious fucking principles. <laughs> I, that's my thing, dude. For, like, Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> It's tight to me. Like he's way better than Jesus. Yeah, I like love all him. the he's Jesus, more magical too. The the aesthetic of like Christianity sucks so bad. It's like all brown to me. Like I get a like really brown and orange vibe from it. Sure, I just it's like khakis. You know. <laughs> well, thank you for tuning into the show, uh, and we'll see you later this week. You can find us on all the normal platforms at Street Fight WCRS. Thank you chat for uh living in it up and uh fuck you to the one motherfucker that you know who you are peace out last year i hung my stocking by the chimney and old santa didn't bring me anything well i wrote a note and i told him what to bring me but I didn't even hear his sleigh bells ring So to heck with old Santa Claus When he goes dashing through the snow I hope he falls Well I like to hit him in his ho 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 With a bunch of big snowballs The heck with old Santa Claus Scorches, whiskers, there's no doubt. Sutter head 
Friend, do you ever get mad online about politics? No, not really. So your Twitter handle isn't at Dabbing Castro 911 and you didn't just post drink piss to at Joe Biden? Uh, okay, you caught me. Well, good news, friend. You are not alone, and you should get your news from two guys who are just as mad online as you. Really? Who? Where? District Sentinel Radio, the newscast of record for the left, airing Monday through Friday, hosted in Washington, D.C. by the two Sams, Sam Knight and Sam Sachs. All you have to do is subscribe on Patreon, patreon.com slash district sentinel. Wow, thank you. Keep posting and stay mad, my friend.